Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We continue to tackle everything happening in the aviation world in the time of COVID, and this week we're going to talk about flying after COVID. <laughs> gee, gee, Brett, why would we be talking about this now? Oh, I don't know, Dave. Maybe it's because I had COVID and I had to cancel <laughs> two trips. Right. Uh, let's get into it. <laughs> All right, we shall indeed. But today, we want to thank a new sponsor, the Jets ETF. We'll get into what that is a little bit later. Uh, great. Uh, so before we get into this, um, I suppose our listeners probably want to know how you're feeling. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, my, my wife and I showed symptoms on the same day. Um, <clears throat> we think she probably picked it up at work. We don't really know for sure, but... Anyway, at her company, they require vaccinations, so people weren't really wearing masks because, you know, CDC said you don't have to do that anymore until now. So anyway, that's our best guess, but we don't really know. But uh, for both of us, it it kind of felt like a bad cold flu type of thing. Um, Like I started out with some muscle aches and some congestion and a cough, which you will be editing out in this podcast because that (laughs) continues occasionally. Um, And she had like congestion, sore throat, and uh oh, we were both pretty fatigued uh well that sounds not fun no it really wasn't but i mean we're both vaccinated so we weren't overly concerned and like our our biggest concern was the kids we get it bad because you can't really isolate when you have little kids (laughs) so sure enough we got them sick uh but they were pretty unaffected they they had they each had a low-grade fever, and, like, the first night of symptoms, they had chills, but that was pretty much it. Uh, well, that's good to hear. Um, but you had to cancel your trips. I did, and don't even get me started on this. Uh, if I can't even get you started, then what are we even doing here? That is the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> Do get me started. Let's rant, Dave. Oh, I created a monster. Well, look. Okay, so both of these trips were domestic. We didn't have to worry about any of the really concerning entry requirements and tests and all that kind of stuff like for international, right? But the airlines still all have rules about when you can fly again after getting COVID, and they are all different. It was (laughs) maddening. Uh, Right. I knew they had rules, but I never really paid much attention to the specifics. Yeah, me neither. I mean, you know, we... At Cranky Concierge, you know, we, we didn't really have to worry about this because we didn't really have a lot of clients or any clients I can think of that got sick, had travel plans, and then needed to figure out what to do. Uh, like for us, it was always more uh, people who were worried about, you know, how do I avoid that or mm. um, what happens if I do get sick and all that. So anyway, once I got sick and I had these trips coming up, uh, that's when I really started to get deeper and deeper into the weeds. All right, so let's start with the first trip. Well, that was an easy one. So we, we were all going to fly up to Seattle on American for a week with my brother and his family and my parents. We had this cool house on the water. It was going to be really fun. Um, but our symptoms first showed up on Wednesday, uh, right before the Saturday trip. So, <laughs> you know, we tested positive. Like, we knew that wasn't going to happen. That, w- that was a pretty obvious one. Uh, couldn't you just shorten the trip and then meet them later? Uh, not really. So I, I turned to the CDC for guidance and they were pretty clear, <laughs> which I guess is <laughs> better than the CDC usually does. But 
Um, what the CDC says is if you aren't immunocompromised and you don't have like a severe case, like you're not in the hospital, um, mm-hmm. then you need to isolate for 10 days from the onset of your symptoms. And then after 10 days and you've been fever free for 24 hours, which we never had a fever, by the way, um, mm. and the rest of your symptoms are improving, then you can reenter the world. So um, put a link in the show notes for those who want to read it to, to that document from the CDC. Uh, yeah, so 10 days uh, would have basically wiped out your whole trip. Um, but you said you had to cancel a second trip? <laughs> yes, I sure did. And this, this is where I cough a little. This is where <laughs> the rage starts. But before I begin raging, let's take a break. This week's podcast sponsor is the U.S. Global Jets ETF, ticker J-E-T-S. The only airlines-focused ETF available to investors on the market today. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about this, but first, there's a very important disclaimer to make here. This is not in any way affiliated with the New York Jets football team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, you made that very clear. <laughs> We yeah. wouldn't want uh, people to think poorly of us. No kidding. Uh, so explain, what is uh, jets? Oh, they're big airplanes with engines that make them go really fast, <laughs> but that's not important right now. All right, please stop. Okay, okay. Uh, jets seems like it was designed with Cranky Talk listeners in mind. It's an exchange-traded fund, which invests in publicly traded airlines from all over the world, not just those in the U.S., but also in countries like Canada, Japan, Brazil, Australia, and more. So instead of buying stocks in American, this would let me invest in a whole bunch of airlines? Yeah, and more. Jets is also diversified in other sectors of commercial air travel, including aircraft manufacturers, airport services companies, and online travel agencies. That way, investors are getting pretty broad exposure to the global airline industry, which (coughs) is still trying to come out of the pandemic. Well, that's a gentle way of saying that. Last year at the start of the health crisis, Jets saw a surprising amount of inflows from investors seeking exposure to hard-hit industries. Although airline stocks have recovered quite a lot since then, they've yet to hit their pre-pandemic highs, meaning there could still be time to participate. We invite you to check out Jets by visiting their website, jetsetf.com. And now Brett will read a long disclosure as required by the legal people. Please consider carefully a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. For this and other important information, obtain a statutory and summary prospectus for JETS by visiting JETSETF.com. Read it carefully before investing. Distributed by Quasar Distributors, LLC. U.S. Global Investors is the investment advisor to JETS. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. Shares of any ETF are bought and sold at market price, not NAV, may trade at a discount or premium to NAV, and are not individually redeemed from the funds. Brokerage commissions will apply. The fund is non-diversified. It may concentrate more of its assets in a specific industry and a smaller number of issuers than diversified funds. Therefore, it may be subject to greater risks and fluctuations than a portfolio representing a broader range of industries and issuers. All right, so you had no fever at all. Uh, It had been 10 days since your symptoms started, and they were improving. Uh, Why couldn't you take this second trip? Well, you'll have to ask United Airlines about that. 
Uh, in fact, every airline has a completely different standard that in no way aligns with the CDC, and it is maddening. All right, so what was this trip? I was supposed to go to a wedding in New Jersey. My flight out was on United, and it was two weeks after the onset of my symptoms, so it should have been fine, right? But it wasn't. So United has an absurdly draconian policy on when you're allowed to travel again. Um, it's really hard to even find the policy, but click on the link in the show notes, then scroll down to the FAQ and click on what does the ready-to-fly checklist entail, and then you'll find it. Uh, find what? <laughs> right. Well, every single person who flies United has to fill out a health declaration at check-in, this, this ready-to-fly checklist. Um, and the rules say you cannot have tested positive for COVID in the last 10 days, and you can't have had a single symptom for at least 14 days. Whoa, that is way more aggressive than the CDC guidance. No kidding. I mean, I, I should have been able to travel by Saturday, August 7th, but here I am with a lingering occasional cough and still a little bit of congestion. Once that clears up, then I'd have to wait two weeks before United will let me on the airplane. That is nonsense. And <laughs> it's the kind of thing that scares travelers into not wanting to travel. I mean, imagine if I tested positive while on my trip. I'd probably be stuck in New Jersey for a month if I follow United rules. And that's just, that's not fair at all to anyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Couldn't you just lie? Yeah, I I could. I, I imagine a whole lot of people are doing that right now. Um, you know, just look at any flight leaving Florida. I'm sure. But, but I'm not a rule breaker, Dave, especially when it comes to air travel. And also, I do still have this occasional cough, right? So who's to say someone's not going to kick me off the airplane just because they hear this this occasional cough? I, I didn't I didn't want to risk it. All right, always a always a stickler, never a rebel. Mm -hmm. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you were super cool in high school with your rule book and airline timetables. Never claimed to be. Just <laughs> want to make that point here, but but this policy is off the rails. And and I reached out to United and I asked them why aren't you aligned with CDC? And they said, well, we are aligned with CDC. And I said, wait, no, no, you're not. <laughs> and then. And then they responded and said, well, that bullet point about 14 days, that only applies to after you've been exposed to someone with COVID, not if you tested positive. To which I said, well, it doesn't say that anywhere. So how would I know that? And how would any employee who's supposed to enforce this know that? Like, I don't I don't I don't understand this at all. I, I, I give up. All right. So that's United. Uh, what about the other airlines? <sighs> Right. Well, they're all over the map. So there's there's pretty much zero consistency and it just sucks. So take American. Um, American says you have to have no symptoms for 10 days. So a little bit better than United. Uh, but it's it's kind of like they, they just lazily read the CDC policy, saw it change from 14 to 10 days. And then we're like, OK, we'll just make it no symptoms for 10 days. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So at Kirsten, so my wife, uh, for those who don't know, she was supposed to take the kids to visit her family, uh, her parents, w while I was at this wedding. And she was on American, but they can't do that trip either. So um, so I also reached out to American to ask why the rules were not aligned with CDC guidelines for them. And after a little bit of back and forth, I was told they are, quote, in the process of updating our attestation language to align with CDC guidance, end quote. Okay, it's it's almost like they're fine with people lying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. I, I don't even know how many of these airlines know what their policy is, quite frankly. And 
I, I should add, uh, JetBlue has the same rules as Americans. So that's those are the only two that are the same. So there you go. Okay. Uh, is it any different for people who are vaccinated versus not vaccinated? Yes. Those who are unvaccinated are only allowed to fly to Florida. <laughs> okay. That, that is not true. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> All right. It is not true. But if you're vaccinated and you get infected, the rules aren't any different. Mm, uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but don't worry. We don't need to have varying rules between vaccinated and non-vaccinated to make this overly complicated. I've just scratched the surface here. Uh Uh-oh. So uh, what are the other airlines doing? Well, uh, let's start with the one airline that makes sense. Delta appears to be perfectly lined up with CDC guidance for people who are infected. Good work, Delta. (laughs) Hooray. Put a little like applause thing in the background here. Thanks for trying to keep up and and make it easier for people. All right. A little bit of uh, hometown love there with the CDC in Atlanta. Uh, Isn't uh, isn't Delta the airline that's basically been selling health and safety as a differentiator? Oh, yeah, exactly. So if Delta is doing this with a doctor as the chief health officer, uh, you know, maybe others can figure out how to do this without that. They, they mm-hmm. all have medical teams, but I, I don't understand. And, and by the way, uh, nice silver medal here to Southwest, which is close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on Southwest, you can't have any symptoms at all to fly, but you don't have to be symptom free for 10 days or whatever. Just the day of travel, um, you have to be symptom free. So that's something. Uh, and then there's Alaska which has gone off completely on its own. Uh, it, it just says you have to be symptom-free for 72 hours. I don't know where that comes from. All right. My my head hurts just thinking about this. Oh, crap. You might have COVID, Dave. Uh, stop it. Headache. That's a, that's a <laughs> symptom. Guess you, guess you got to cancel that trip you were planning for November. Might not be able to fly the way the airline rules work. Stop. Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. Before we go, we want to again thank Jets ETF for sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com. And please remember to leave us a five-star rating. This helps others find our podcast. Also, you can just email Dave at crankyconcierge.com <laughs> because he now has COVID and is going to be laid I, up for a I, while. I, I so. do not. I do not. Uh, as far as I know, have COVID. Uh, I am vaccinated. Uh, please knock on wood. I need to go on my trip. I, I for the record, <laughs> am vaccinated as well, Dave. <laughs> All right. All right. If you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, let us know via email at info at crankyconcierge.com, or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Cranky Concierge. And if you're looking for the top daily airline news stories, you can subscribe to Cranky Daily at crankydaily.com.